0: Fellowship Church's devotional podcast devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you for joining us. Um, My morning reading plan has been taking me through some of the less exciting parts of the book of Exodus. And in the first five books, you have some very fascinating, intriguing, sometimes horrifying story, narrative elements of God's redemptive history. And then you have some of the sections of the law. Um, so the first half of the book of Exodus is much uh, more action. You know, you could you could see the movie. I guess they have made movies, and then the back half is a lot of God giving laws to His people uh, and confirming the covenant with His people. Um, there is the story of the golden calf, and then going back into the laws and God tells and it is recorded in the book of Exodus you know, do this, do this, do this, do this, and then you have the section where it says, and then the people of God, or God's craftsmen in constructing a tabernacle, did this, did this, did this, did this. this. Um, So, some of this is a bit drier, because it's repeating stuff that's already been said, uh, where previously it was do this, it's now saying, and they did this. So, you know, As any of you have read through all of the Bible will know, or or through some of the um, first five books of the Bible, there's some dry sections. You're looking for a nugget, a little verse, something you can take out um, from amongst what feels like a lot of kind of repetitive, we'll say drier passages of Scripture. And I found that verse uh, this morning. This is from Exodus 36, and we're going to pick up in verse two. And Moses called Bezalel. And Aholiab, and every craftsman in whose mind the Lord had put skill, every one whose heart stirred him to come up to do the work. And they received from Moses all the contribution that the people of Israel had brought for doing the work on the sanctuary. They still kept bringing him free will offerings every morning, so that all the craftsmen who were doing every sort of task on the sanctuary came, each from the task that he was doing, and said to Moses, The people bring much more than enough for doing the work that the Lord has commanded us to do. So Moses gave command, and word was proclaimed throughout the camp, let no man or woman do anything more for the contribution for the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing, for the material they had was sufficient to do all the work and more. What an amazing passage of scripture about giving. Now we've already seen at this point in the book of Exodus, the High highs and the low lows of the people of Israel's interactions with God. We've already had grumbling. We've already had complaining. You know, one of my favorite passages is, you know, is there any shortage of graves in Egypt that you needed to bring us out here into the wilderness to die? Uh, They have already, after seeing God's mighty hand and saving them out of slavery in Egypt, them complain, them grumble, them doubt God, them ask for uh, another God, an idol and and Aaron acquiesces and builds the golden calf we've seen that and yet here again we see the character that God longs for in his people that he has stirred in their hearts and they are moved what is happening in this story is that in order to build all the different parts and pieces of the tabernacle the place of worship the people of Israel needed to contribute the materials and they are bringing so many day after day after day, that Moses has to make an announcement to the people of God and tell them, stop giving. We have too much. And this is in the Old Testament. This is under the law. This is under, here are all of the things you need to do to give, and they are out giving the need. How often can that be said of our giving? We are now in the age of grace, We are on the other side of the cross, when everything that we have is a blessing from the Lord. Everything He asks of us is relationship, is love because He first loves us, is grace and mercy because we were shown grace and mercy. What is the primary New Testament teaching on giving? 2 Corinthians 9, 6 and 7, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Now, I'll I'll confess, I'm not the first one that would characterize myself as a cheerful giver. But this is God's call on our lives. This is what our attitude towards giving should be. And we see it modeled here early in the Old Testament. The people of God giving so much that they're told to stop. Can you... Imagine Pastor Todd getting up on a Sunday morning and saying, guys, we need you to stop giving to Generations Together. We need you to stop bringing in supplies for VBS. We need you to stop volunteering. We have too many volunteers in the parking and the greeting and the children's ministry. How often have you ever heard that in a church? Never. It's always, please, we need more people to volunteer. Please continue to give. The need is there. God has been blessing what's going on in our church, and I want to affirm the generosity of our people. I simply encountered this in my morning reading and thought, what a call, what a beautiful picture of the people of God giving a free will offering. What's a free will offering? Well, there are plenty of different offerings that people needed to give at specific times for offenses that were done, um, or for days and seasons or celebrations that offerings need to be made. But this is the first occurrence of what occurs more in the Old Testament of a free will offering, which means people give as they are led, as they feel called, as God stirs in their hearts to give. And they gave so much that Moses had to tell them to stop giving. What a beautiful call to us as Christians about how we can be a blessing to the church, be a blessing to God's people, be a blessing to one another as we, as the New Testament calls us, look after the needs of one another. That it would be overflowing because our God's love for us is beyond all measure. May we be such cheerful givers. God, we thank you for this picture in Exodus 36 that calls us to be uh, the kind of givers that give, until there's more than enough, till it overflows, because you love us like this. You give like that for our salvation, for our blessing, of your riches of grace in Christ Jesus. So, Lord, call us to that, encourage us to that, um, not out of obligation, not out of duty, but out of joy for who our God is and all that he has done for us. Do this for your glory and our good, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen thank you for tuning in to Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.